Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back to On the Block, yes, but just Austin. No, Strick, he's out at a golf event for uh, Junior Achievement of Lincoln. Appreciate him being out there uh, representing the ticket. Well, also got some other ticket personalities out there. Uh, Jay, Jay Foreman, Jake Sorensen, and Amon Green all out uh, representing the ticket there. So big shout-out to those guys. Strick should be back tomorrow. I can't wait to talk with him. But we go to uh, the Aloe Fiber uh, VIP line here. We welcome in two-time national champion, uh, Quester Johnson. Quester, how's it going today, my man? Man, it's a beautiful, sunny day, and I'm happy to be here. Well, we wanted to have you on to talk a lot of things, but let's get uh, the business out of the way first. We've had you on the block here on a semi-regular basis, but I believe you and Strick have a fun new project coming up here on the ticket. Is that right? Yes, we do. You know, after lots of talk, after just tons of brainstorming and planning, Strick and I, my brother, finally decide to go ahead and podcast. We have too much history. We have too much knowledge. There's just a lot of cool things to talk about that's going on in the world of sports and just the world of life. And this is something you definitely don't want to miss. So what's the name of your show and and when's it airing? Let's start with that. The name of the show is called WTS. Now, (laughs) it's a... (laughs) It's a it's a double entendre because most people, when you're texting somebody and you see something or you hear something crazy, you go, "What the f?" Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But we are talking facts, okay? Mm, okay. And sometimes those facts can be what the f, <laughs> you know? So that's the double meaning to it all. We want y'all to listen in, and we want you to say to yourself what the f you know i didn't know that or what that are they talking about <laughs> so there you go so that'll be on tuesdays uh what what time slot did you guys end up with you know i think we have the eight to nine time slot but don't quote me on there it's either eight to nine or seven to eight uh but i think i i'm thinking it's eight to nine so that is every tuesday um that's when it's going to be. There you go. Every Tuesday uh, here in 93.7, the ticket uh, online, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Uh, the free app for your phone. Definitely tune in uh, for uh, Stricken Cluster. What, what's, what are you going to talk about? Is it, is it going to be Huskers? Is it going to be uh, athletics experience, kind of life advice? What, what's the general overview of the show? Well, here's the cool thing about dealing with Strick, and you, you've been able to see this over the, the last year, year or two, working with him. You know, Strick has a lot of contacts. Mm-hmm. He has lots of, of famous people that he knows from the NBA. Um, and then you comprise that with myself, who knows quite a few people who are in the sports realm. So we'll be digging into that. And we really want to be doing it from the point of view of influence. Mm. How did these people get influenced? How did you know you were good at what you did? So we want to be talking about that kind of stuff and really kind of pull out some information. Maybe you didn't know about some of these individuals. And then we also want to talk about 
we really want to get into the world of youth sports and how either some parents have gotten out of their damn minds out there. <laughs> you know, we, uh-huh. we watch, you know, you, you can you can get on YouTube right now and pull up football games, basketball games, baseball games, and you can see parents acting crazy out there, right? Mm-hmm. We want to talk about the explosion of youth sports. Why is it so important to people, right? Why is that so important? Why do people think they have the next, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, hashtag whoever, whatever else sports you got. Some pa- some parents out there really think that they have that. And then we want to talk about our experience coming up in sports. I also want to tackle, you know, we I just mentioned how some parents think that they have the next. You know, I want to talk about my experience with my kids and other kids in the community and their journey of the process, mm-hmm. how they got to where they are. I think there's a lot of information out there that uh, parents would love to hear so they can maybe avoid some of the pitfalls and mistakes that the next generation is coming up in. Um, I know everybody's journey is different, but there are certain things that are the same and we really want to point that kind of stuff out you mentioned influence who are some of those people as you're you know growing up playing youth sports before you, you hit college at nebraska and win those two national titles who are those influences in your life that you look back and are appreciative for now you are digging into some stuff that you really want to wait and hear on okay the okay fair enough <laughs> my bad <laughs> Because we're going to be talking about all that stuff. And you might just be surprised by some of the stuff that you hear. Because influences come in all shapes and sizes. You never know who influenced somebody in certain ways. I mean, from uncles to aunts to pastors to, you know, friends from down the block, uh, peers. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it could be the full gamut. Of, of people that cross your life that that you may have pulled some stuff from. And when you hear this stuff, I'm telling you, it's going to really kind of open the floodgates for everybody to think about who their influences are and, and why it influences them. So we, we really want to just kind of dig deep and uh, get inside the minds of, of, of the listener. Well, I, I had a lot more questions, but I think the best way to approach it is I'm just going to have to listen tomorrow night to We Talk Facts because sounds like all my questions are, are going to be answered. That's your lane. Uh, I'll stay out of it. But again, I'm going to listen uh, again uh, to We Talk Facts here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, let's switch gears so I don't get in trouble and steal your content cluster. The NBA Finals <laughs> are tied up heading back to Miami. Uh, Nikola Jokic, for the third time this postseason, scored 40 points, but for the third time this postseason, scored 40 points in a loss. What do you make of that fact for Denver and how they approach Nikola Jokic's role moving forward? Well, I think what most people are saying is to make him a scorer. You know, make him a scorer and try to limit some of his teammates from, um, um, you know, getting those triple doubles. But 
I, I think it's a little deeper than that. I think it's a little deeper deeper than that, like what Coach Bolstra was talking about. Um, what I did notice with some of those teammates is when he did pass it to them, they were just off. So I saw that. So, I mean, he, he very much could have had a triple-double that game, this past game. But the teammates really didn't come through like, you know, some of the opportunities that they had. Um, but I do feel like Miami guarded a lot better, and and that allowed them to at least stay in the game. Now, I don't know if they're going to be able to shoot almost 70% in the fourth quarter <laughs> every game, but I really feel like that was a huge uh, a part in them being able to pull that one out at the end is just the great shooting. So great shooting along with, tighter defense on some of the um you know some of the teammates of of Jokic um Jamal Murray wasn't as effective as he has been I mean he's he's still very good don't get me wrong the guy almost never missed but he wasn't as effective teammates wasn't making shots like like normal it's almost like the Miami Heat has to play a perfect game and they happen to play it last night a little bigger picture question you brought up Eric Spolstra and his role in this series how much of what happened in game two do you give him credit for and how much of it is on the players for you know having pride and just finding a way to dig deep and steal a game on the road well that to me that's a 50-50 deal uh Eric Spolstra has shown that he he's probably one of the best if not the best in the NBA um, I heard that the guy is a film rat. You've heard that from various sources, various sources. And then on top of that, he has, um, as, as the, the general manager, God, what is his name from the Lakers? Why can't I think of him? This, this is my, my oldness. Um, um, Palinka or Riley? Riley, Riley. Yeah, Pat Riley. Yep. <laughs> Rearing his ugly head. Um, <laughs> you know, when you got a guy like that who has years of knowledge, um, then on top of that, a guy being a film junkie, I know he was able to see the, uh, you know, some of the errors that they made in the previous game. And uh, I, I really think it came down to intensity. Like they really kind of turned up their defensive intensity and uh, you know, they made shots. They, they, they did not shoot very well. The first game, I feel like they shot better especially in the fourth quarter, and they defended better. Funny how simple things like that go such a long way. And like you said, if Miami shoots 70% in fourth quarters, I think they're a pretty good bet to win. I mean, if you look at these two teams' regular season matchups, what happened, I got to tip my, my cap to DP on this, was that the Heat led entering the fourth quarter both times, but Denver just out-executed them, made more shots down the stretch. Game two, it was Miami's turn. So now it turns into a best-of-five series. You get the two games at Miami coming up next. Uh, I believe that next game uh, will be on Thursday, so they get a couple days off. Just how important are these next couple days for the Heat to try to get some of their legs back? Yeah, that's that's very important. With the travel, it's like what team can make the adjustments the best? Along, you know, with, with the travel, you got – you're going across the country to Miami, all the way to damn near the West Coast, right? right. In in uh, Denver, 
really what it's going to come down to, to me, is who can maintain the highest intensity level, who can be focused the most, because you don't make it to the NBA Finals without being pretty good, mm-hmm. I mean, both of the teams, and being hot at the right time. So both of these teams have gotten hot at the right time. That's how you make it to the Finals. But to me, Miami turned up their intensity. Now let's see if Denver is going to match that intensity. If they both, I think if they are both matching the same intensity, Denver wins. Because I just think they overall have a just a deeper squad, a deeper, better squad. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Jokic is a nightmare for any team. No, there's really no matchup for him. So if you have both teams playing at a high level, I think Denver wins. I want to talk about that real quick here, Cluster, too, is the finals experience. This Miami team, obviously not the same roster that was in the finals in uh, 2020 against the Los Angeles Lakers, but Jimmy Butler's there, Eric Spolstra's there, some other role guys uh, up and down the bench. This is Denver's first finals as a franchise. So even though Denver, I would agree with you, has the talent edge, do you give Miami that, that mindset edge in the rest of the series? You know, that's a really good question, uh, and that and that's that's very intriguing. But I believe that the best team playing at the be- at, at at the current time wins nine times out of ten. Um, I think what happens is you may be able to give a game or two away here and there, but the best team usually figures it out because at the end of the day. It's basketball for these guys. They've all played for a long time since, since youth sports. You know, of course, it's you know it may take a game or two to get used to, but after a while, they get focused, man. They're in those locker rooms. Believe me, they're breaking everything down. And what you mentioned, if that's an issue, I'm sure they've brought it up. Hey, guys, this is the finals. There's going to be certain things going on, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, a really good coach says, hey, listen, it's basketball at the end of the day. You go out there and you do what you're supposed to do like you did in practice, like you've done all your life. This is a time that you've dreamed about when you were a kid. It's being in this moment. Don't waste it. Absolutely. Cluster, one more time, uh, tell people about your new project here at The Ticket, who you're doing it with, and uh, generally speaking, what you're going to be going over. Me and my brother, East Streezy, is what I call him, Eric Strickland, that you know him by. We will be hosting the WTF podcast, We Talk Facts, or What the (laughs) Bleep. Um, And again, we'll be covering... you know, youth sports and what's going on in current sports. Uh, We really kind of wanted to, we really feel like the market of youth sports hasn't really been tackled as, as well. I mean, across the country, I mean, youth sports is huge. I mean, if you go into any local community, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. You got tournaments going on for baseball, soccer, basketball, Right now, everything intertwines. There's no season for anything. I mean, I've seen soccer games going on. I've seen basketball games going on, basketball tournaments. I've seen baseball tournaments. 
why is it so big now? And why do people think they should go year-round? And why do parents think that they have the next LeBron James? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we'll be talking about all that. And, 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 And hopefully we'll get the crowd involved so so they can talk about that that's awesome that'll be their opinion that's awesome yep that'll be tuesday nights here on the ticket cluster and uh my guy strick uh for an hour talking about all that stuff make sure you tune in uh part of a, a big line of projects we got coming here at the ticket uh cluster i'll be tuned in tomorrow to see if strick asked you any of the questions i was going to i do still want the answers at some point but uh thanks for taking some time today and uh we're gonna look forward to hearing you every tuesday now on the ticket Thank you, fellas. I appreciate it. And uh, happy to be a part of the team. And uh, you will definitely get your answers tomorrow. Cannot wait. There he is, Cluster Johnson, two-time national champion with Nebraska with us here on the block. Uh, WTF, We Talk Facts, is a Cluster and Strix show. Mine's tonight from 8 to 9 uh, Central Time. It's a big overview of college basketball. It won't be uh, all Nebraska and Big Ten. Uh, Strick and I talk a lot of that here on the show. It's going to be a little bit more of a national look at college basketball, what's going on uh, in other conferences. And I, I know for every one of you that is a you know Husker fan through and through, I get it. I appreciate that. We will answer your Husker questions. But... I'm sure there are plenty of you like me as well that have a secondary rooting interest, someone else, uh, another program that has your attention as well. So if you have questions about them, I'll be diving into that. So drop me uh, your second team, who else you follow, you're interested in. Even if you don't call yourself a fan, who do you have questions about? Uh, From 8 to 9 every Monday night here on The Ticket, I'll be taking you through that. Uh, Try to get some guests on as well for a national kind of perspective on college basketball. It's a wacky game. It's a fun game. It's wonderful. We'll be talking about it uh, again uh, with the Corner 3 on Monday nights from 8 to 9. Thanks to Cluster for joining us. Uh, We'll be right back with the crossover here to wrap up on the block next.